Welcome. You have entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simron. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Empower yourself. Broaden your mind. Open your heart and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simron. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope you are all doing well and settling into being at home, settling into yourself and settling into what that means to you, what what it means to really connect deeply into who you are and that deepest essence within you as it starts to unfold. You have been given a gift of time and presence and space and rest, and it is a beautiful opportune moment Uh, to not only do your inner work, but to steep into a place of devotion. This is an incredible opportunity to feel your feelings, to clear through those viruses of the mind, to notice the sensations of your body and what they're revealing to you, to let go of any resentments or anger or unfinished business that has been long held inside of you, and to discover those lost dreams and longings and desires and needs that would create greater fulfillment. And that's not necessarily the outer fulfillment, but what truly is speaking to you from within. It's a beautiful moment to be able to listen to that voice within. And albeit you may have to move through some of the other clamoring voices that are bubbling up at this time with everything that's rushing in, But if you will allow yourself to settle beneath all of those other voices, you will connect to your soul and your source and your essence. So much of what's happening right now is sending people into all kinds of thoughts and places, and it's easy to go into fear or anxiety on a lot of things. But there is one truth, and that truth is you are enough. And so that is going to be the theme of our show today. I'm very delighted to have Panash Desai back on the show again with his latest book. He is a best-selling author, a thought leader, business and life catalyst. He does an incredible calm to meditation each morning to support individuals through this time. So definitely make sure you're connecting to his website to get on that call every morning at 9 a.m. He has compassionate presence and a unique power of insight that has transformed countless individuals, organizations, and companies across this globe. And through his gift of energetic transformation, Panache empowers people to break free from suffering and limitation, guiding them into greater states of connection, collaboration, and love. This mastery delivers astonishing levels of personal and professional success, allowing individuals to discover and live a life that is truly without limits. Right now, more than ever, it is time to discover that you are enough. Panache says it doesn't matter how your life has unfolded up until this moment. What he wants you to remember is this. Every single morning, you open your eyes and win the mega million dollar lottery of being alive. With each second in the day, you are given 86,400 chances to choose differently than you have in the past. You're also given 28,800 breaths to act, think, and move from love. There is only ever one choice. Either you are living from your heart and moving toward your limitless potential, or you are continuing to live in fear and limitation. Without further ado, I'd like to welcome you, Panache, to 1111. So nice to have you back. Thank you, my beloved sister. It's great to be here with you. This could not have come at a better time for so many individuals for a couple of reasons. Uh, It does feel like... Uh, We are at a point of uh, awakening and consciousness to start to recognize um, who we are and the essence that's within us. But then also with the fact that we have been sent home, which my work has always been about signs and symbols and the conversations with the universe, uh, that home is really symbolic to to uh, answering that call of realizing that you are enough and tapping into that essence. Talk a little bit about this particular moment in time and how we are all really having to be with the self and what we can do particularly now. About four or five years ago, I began to 
very strongly get the guidance that we were going to enter a decade in human history that was going to define who we were as a species. And we began that decade in 2020. And what's happening right now is that we're being asked to return to simplicity, to return to harmony, to once again uh, understand that we're a part of nature, that nothing happens in isolation, that we are interdependent, that we are indeed brothers and sisters. And so we are in the midst of a mass awakening that's going to span a 10-year period of time. And this is just the beginning. You know, it's already been such a powerful and impactful start to the year with the fires in Australia. And then now with this emergence of this virus, we're being shown over and over again that unless we band together and work together and live as we once used to live in harmony with ourselves, the land, the earth and all in creation, that we're going to struggle and suffer more than we can imagine. So by virtue of the fact that you're here and hearing these words, you are at the leading vibrational edge. You are carrying the momentum of your magnificence forward at this time for the benefit of all who have yet to remember. And what's important at this time is to remember that we are luminous beings, that we have a body, that we've been programmed and conditioned into believing that we have a body, but in fact that we are not that body. That body is simply the vehicle and the vessel for the duration of time that we have here. It's on consignment. We have a mind and we have beliefs, yet we are not those beliefs. We have feelings and we have emotions, and yet we are not those feelings and we are not those emotions. Who we are is pure awareness, pure potential, and pure being. And the more we awaken to this truth, the more we realize that we are always being provided all that we need, the more we disengage from being a unit of production and consumption, and the more we awaken to the dynamic divine potential that is flooding through every single human being that is ready on this earth at this time. You know, this book came into being at one of the most important uh, moments in human history, because what I've discovered is that we, as a species, have been conditioned and programmed fundamentally out of our magnificence. We are literally divine beings walking this earth with access to every potential that we could ever want. And yet we have been conditioned to believe in some way, shape or form that we are broken, that we need healing, that we need fixing and that we're not enough in some way, shape or form. And it's time for that epidemic and that pandemic that has been programmed into us that we have been literally forced to identify with for thousands of years through religion through societal constraints, unconsciously through our parents and through the school system to begin to create that inner space where we begin to reclaim our power and recognize that not only are we enough, but we are more than enough. We have everything in all of creation inside of us, every energy, every vibration and every frequency and that all of the work that needed to be done vibrationally has been done. That's what 2012 was about. So now we're at a point where we have to make the choice. Are we going to become 100% accountable and responsible for all that we're experiencing? Or are we going to continue to make it about other people, to blame external situations, and to continue to be victimized by things outside of us that we have no control over? When we simply understand that everything is mirroring back to us, our own state of consciousness, we are free. And that's the invitation. And that's the gift that we get through remembering that we are enough. Mm, beautifully stated. I want to break that down a little bit, Panache, um, and I want to go back to the beginning words that I spoke that were from the introduction of your book. And with what you're talking about and saying the words, we are starting a 10-year cycle where it will get harder and more suffering. That last line where you say, either you are living from your heart and moving toward your limitless potential or you are continuing to live in fear and limitation. I'm sure there's a certain group of people that when they heard that line about 10 years, they stopped and probably didn't hear the rest of what you said. And then there's another group of people that built on the wave of not only that inspiration that you were providing, but the truth that was in that inspiration that anchored and resonated within them. Right now, people are in a lot of fear, and they are in that place of what's going to happen next. And so to think of, you know, another few months of this and then whatever's supposed to come after that could send people into fear. You also stated that school systems and all this conditioning 
are part of the issue, but we're watching those things shift right in front of our eyes with this situation as well. So talk a little bit about those two groups, that group that will anchor into that limitless potential and that group that got stuck right when you said 10 years worth of suffering. So we are at a point where humanity is being humbled. We are being shown that we are not in control, that the systems and structures that we've created are not sustainable. And the version of the world that's ending is the version of the world that doesn't work for everyone that's alive on it. Nor does it work for the creatures, the animals, and for nature itself. And so we're at a point where harmony and balance has to be restored on every level of life and living. And when we speak in terms of ascension or evolution or transformation, what's happening right now is every single human being is being purged of their survival-based energies and tendencies. So everything that's coming up is coming up to be felt and to be released. So if you are currently present to fear or to any form of worry or concern about your life, you're being asked to welcome these feelings, to welcome these emotions, to welcome what I've come to call vibrational density, just heavy and dense emotions that have been lingering inside of us for a very long time so that we can bring them into resolution, so that we can once again become aware of them, so that we can shine the light of our awareness on everything that constitutes our shadow, aspects of our personality that were repressed or suppressed or judged or denied. We can become aware of our addictive tendencies and behaviors we can become aware of all of the ways in which we're trying, we take ourselves out of simply being present. And so this is a 10-year window within which we are being asked to return to the authentic truth of who we are, to return to nature. And what I will say to everybody that's listening to this is that you have nothing to worry about. By virtue of the fact that you're here, you are already at that leading vibrational edge. I ask you to welcome whatever you have to feel, to recognize that everything that's happening is happening to let us know that we have this opportunity now to shed all of these things that have been keeping us back, that have been holding us back, and that have been limiting us. And so this is an amazing time of transformation. It's an amazing time of awakening. And as I've shared uh, throughout every medium that I have, everyone that's connecting with this consciousness and energy at this time will go through it in a very mild way. So there's nothing to worry about. You know, everyone who's gone through all of the work that they have inside of themselves will go through this in a mild way, in a way that's filled with grace. But this is a magnificent time. So if you are experiencing any fear in this moment, welcome it. If you are experiencing any form of survival, welcome it. Realize that that's exactly what has to come up and out of you in order for you to be returned to your sovereignty, to your wholeness, to your oneness, and for you to be able to navigate this time with absolute love. That's why now more than ever, we have to remember that we're enough, that we're divine, that we have this infinite potential inside of us, and that we are here to make that difference in the world now more than ever by embodying that potential fully and completely. Panesh, you talked about how we have been conditioned, not just in our own experiences through our families and the environment that we've been around, but this conditioning has been going on since the beginning, it's been our religious institutions, our educational institutions, our political institutions all along the way have built this con- continuous conditioning that has created a covering around us to take on identities and ways of being, uh, the productivity, the push, the uh, in some cases the greed, the accumulation that has become who we are. And in order to allow that to dissolve, this sitting with that you're talking about, this feeling that you are saying, it's what allows us to see not only what that conditioning is, but also the shadow nature that has rest within us that has contributed to this. Um, at least that's from my experience of sitting and doing this kind of work myself. Is that how you see it or um, is there any more to it that's going on? So there's a collective shadow that's being brought into the, to, to the light of our awareness that we're seeing playing out in every level. But what I would say to people is that now it's not the time to bypass and to seek transcendence and to do all of the things that you've been doing historically to avoid feeling. Now is exactly the time to begin to have the courage to stand in the truth of your experience in every moment and to meet every emotion and every uncomfortable feeling 
with love, to welcome all of these afraid and angry and sad aspects of ourselves into our hearts so that they can be lovingly embraced. You see, we're in the midst of gathering up all of these parts of ourselves that in some way, shape or form, we've discarded. You know, we, we in some way haven't nurtured, we in some way haven't allowed to evolve and grow and develop into the fullness of, of these aspects and the blessings and the gifts that they hold. And so this is absolutely a time of being real, of being honest, of being aligned, and knowing that we have the courage within us to turn and face all of these aspects of ourselves right now. And in doing so, in taking 100% personal accountability and responsibility, we are finding freedom. The very second you make it about what somebody's doing, what somebody's saying, what somebody isn't doing, what somebody isn't saying, the very second you make it about anything outside of you, you have missed that opportunity for completion. So this window of time that we have is going to determine the degree to which you go through the remainder of this window of time. If you make the most of it and you actually do the due diligence that you need to on yourself and bring all that you are into harmony and love, then you'll pass through the rest of it gracefully. Crisis is the entry point through which grace enters our lives. It also shows us that on an egoic level, uh, we are fundamentally ill-equipped to navigate what's unfolding. But the very second we acknowledge who we are with a level of vulnerability, with a level of humility, with a level of honesty, in that moment, the grace and the support that we need comes flooding into us. So now is the time to stand in the authentic truth of your moment-to-moment experience, to be anchored in it, to stand in that, to be in that, because that is the gift that you are giving yourself and the other side of all of these parts of us that we've been running away from, that we've been avoiding, that we've been bypassing, is authentic empowerment, is the light, is the essence of who we are. And so I would wholeheartedly encourage all of you right now to sit with the totality of yourselves, especially the parts that you don't want to be with, especially the parts that you deem to be less than, especially the parts that you feel in some way, shape, or form make you not enough. Your divine essence has been with you all along, and it cannot wait for you to start on this journey of rediscovery. Through the energy of the words in Panache's book, You Are Enough, you'll be prompted to review the story of your life, not through a lens of what you've achieved, milestones you have reached, or your perceived mistakes, but through the lens of your dear shining soul. Know who you truly are. Know that joy is possible in all situations. Know that life can be exceptional, that you are exceptional. Know your own samadhi. You're here to answer the call to live your highest expression and in doing so, illuminate your life and the world. This is from Panache's book, You Are Enough. He has been interviewed by Oprah Winfrey on her wildly popular Super Soul Sunday show. He's collaborated with many leaders such as Deepak Chopra, Reverend Michael Beckwith, Neil Donald Walsh, and James Redfield. And he is a best-selling author, thought leader, and business and life catalyst. Definitely tune in to his 9 a.m. call to calm meditation calls that are going on now. You can find out more about those and everything else that is Panache at panachedeside.com. You can find that website link right in the description of his biography. We'll be right back after these messages. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Do you want more? 
more joy, more abundance, more power and presence? How would it feel to have more loving relationships, more empowered community, greater fulfillment and life purpose? The 1111 Mastermind Community inspires, empowers, guides and supports transformation. Shift your mind, expand your heart, deepen insights, let go and chart a new course, dream a new dream. The 1111 Mastermind Community is an online portal for personal transformation and soulful expansion. Go to courses.1111mag.com. That's courses.1111mag.com. Change begins with you. Let it be simple, convenient, and transformative. The time is now. Step through the 1111 gateway. Courses.1111mag.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. Whether you experience your separation from your essential self as a great emotional upheaval, a silent desperation, or a generalized feeling that life owes you something, the result is the same. A mind that runs in circles like a wild monkey in a cage, seeking but never finding, analyzing each letdown as an indicator of your unworthiness, worrying about everything and nothing, lying in bed at night after dropping the kids off at school, on the train home from work. Meanwhile, you endlessly grab at satiation from the physical, food, sex, drugs, success, and material things, indiscriminately pushing away everything that doesn't fit into your happiness scenario. This is some of the work that comes through the book, You Are Enough, by Panash Desai. Uh, he has transformed countless individuals, organizations, and companies across the globe through his gift of energetics and his ability to empower people to break free from their suffering and limitation. He guides them into greater states of connection, collaboration, and love. Today, we are talking about his latest book, You Are Enough, and how that is supporting specifically this time of evolution in our species. Welcome back, Panache. I know that uh, samadhi is something that the ancients always sought, and in the personal and spiritual uh, growth arenas, it is so easy to get caught up in the structure or the protocol. Um, And yet, that can also be a a point of distraction. That can also sometimes become... Uh, just as much uh, one of those things that we try to fill ourselves up and satiate ourselves with rather than getting to the essence of what it is that we need to uncover. This can be a really simple process, can't it, to truly understand that we are enough? Or is it something that requires some special training or protocols? It's the simplest thing of all, and yet it's become the most complicated thing in the modern world because we're living inside of a transformational framework, both on the personal development and spiritual development level, that's fundamentally flawed. Uh, the, the, the entire Western paradigm is based on the mind, changing beliefs, uh, and it's based in this belief that all of a sudden our mind is impacting our reality. And that is just a very naive uh, way of looking at transformation you know, when we examine the transformational paradigm and model, we understand that the soul exists at the subtle energy at the, level, at the foundational core. Then around that is the emotional level, the emotional body. Then we have the mental body. Then we have the physical body. And then we have reality. And so when we examine uh, how reality is created and we use that model to begin to decipher how transformation actually occurs, transformation actually happens at the level of feeling and emotion. It doesn't happen at the level of the mind. And so we have people all over the world trying to think themselves happy and trying to, in some way, shape or form, uh, through post-it notes, believe themselves into some other state of being, all the while missing the point that in order to change your energy and change your life, you have to shift the level of feeling. They also don't understand that our reality is responding to how we feel about ourselves. So no matter how much we put those post-it notes up and no matter how much we speak those affirmations and try and transform at the level of the mind, uh, we are not able to 
uh, affect the deeper impact of that process because we haven't shifted the level of feeling. And the truth resides at the level of feeling. You know, the majority of human beings, regardless of what they've accomplished in this world, have a sense of uh, feeling of uh, unlovability, that they're not good enough, that they're uh, not enough. They're, they're operating on a feeling level from a deficiency. And that's why no matter how much they meditate, and how much they pray, and how much they engage in spiritual practices, or how much they master the material manifest world and are able to accumulate, there's not an ounce of peace in any of it. And so we have to get back to a new model, not even a new model, but an ancient model that's actually based in the truth, one that our ancestors followed and adhered to. And so samadhi, also when we look at it then, is the liberation of the soul from the dominance of the emotions, from the dominance of the mind, from the dominance of the body, and then beyond that, um, out into our external reality. So samadhi has occurred when we completely express the soul's potential beyond the body and emanate it out uh, into every area of life. And that's why uh, at the level of the soul, the experience that we have is one of peace and harmony because that's the, 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 the feeling tone or the feeling tonality of it. And so um, it is now more important than ever to access samadhi. However, the word itself now has been shifted into some mental process. Uh, it's become a journey, it's become a destination, and it's been fundamentally moved out of the scope of the present moment, which is really, in truth, the only place where our samadhi can be remembered and rediscovered and embodied. So if I go back to what you were saying earlier about um, this, this next 10-year span, and we look at what the ego or the mind would want in terms of peace and joy and fulfillment, that peace can exist no matter what the situation is externally. And this time where we are unfolding into more difficulty perhaps is our uh, workout. It's our ability to then exercise creating that peace and joy and fulfillment within rather than seeking it outside. That's kind of what I got from what you said. Is that is that is that how you see it? Is that what we're doing? Is we're we're transferring rather than projecting that peace and joy and fulfillment outside onto other things, we're learning how to really just have it from within. Yes, and also we're discovering how reality really works. So what we are holding onto inside of us is being accurately reflected outside of us. So we're beginning to understand the nature of reality itself, you know, Maya, the illusion, simulation, whatever we want to call it, that ultimately everything in the material manifest world is a byproduct of, of the frequency and the vibration that we're holding within us. So if we are holding on to, at the feeling level, this feeling of not being enough, then we can never know our samadhi. We can never know our fulfillment. We can never know the, the connection that we have access to, to the enlightened consciousness that's always inside of us. You know, we can never know the abundance and peace that's available to us in every moment. And so this shift is the most fundamental shift uh, that we can go through at this time. And, uh, of course, it's not anything that is new. It's ancient. But the more we return to that ancient wisdom and these ancient truths, and the more we begin to move away from this uh, brain and mind-based model, the more we can begin to access the subtler dynamics of what it means to be human and access the true power of transformation that lives inside of us. In, in my own experience, with life as it is, whatever way it showed up, I discovered that feeling those feelings, allowing those thoughts to come through, feeling the sensations of the body felt like a deconditioning process. It felt the way of hearts as well as the way of uh, identity. In your book, you talk a bit about identity and how we are here to let go of, of some of who we think we are because we can't really get to essence as long as we're clinging to identities. Talk a little bit about the discarding of the identity or the cracking up of that. So the ego is a, is a necessary part of our makeup until it isn't anymore. And basically all the ego does is it, it first comes into existence in the moment that we don't feel safe. And its purpose is to protect and defend the powerless and hopeless aspects of ourselves. 
And so if that's its purpose and it's in some way serving us, then in order to be free of identity or to be free of this notion of created self, what we have to do again is gather up these parts of us that feel powerless and hopeless inside. And the more we're able to meet these aspects of us with empathy and compassion and to be with these aspects, the less we need this kind of defensive force field of an identity. So the reason why we have this kind of reductionist approach in spirituality and personal development is because we don't understand the function of things. We don't understand the perfection of our design. We don't recognize the brilliance within which everything that we're experiencing has been created or the source of origin of every feeling, every thought, and everything, including the identity. And so the identity isn't anything that we have to um, be wary of or discard or in some way, shape, or form be in opposition to. It's only defending and protecting the parts of us that we haven't given our attention to fully. And once we give our attention to those aspects of us, naturally those parts fall away. That facilitates the emergence of the authentic self or the essential self. And in that emergence, everything begins to return to um, this kind of calibration of divine love and divine consciousness. And this is the process that we're all in the midst of right now. We're in the midst of kind of allowing this divine unfolding and this emergence to occur from within us by understanding that our humanity is the doorway to our divinity that every single part of who we are is necessary, that we were created perfectly, that this infinite intelligence that made us is the same infinite intelligence that's animating our entire universe further and further out into infinity. And so to think that we're a mistake or to think that there's something wrong or that something needs to be healed or broken is a misperception. We also have to evolve beyond the notion of healing because that's just based in duality. We have to evolve beyond duality in its entirety. By recognizing that there is nothing that is a mistake, there is nothing that isn't valuable, that all things are useful, all things are here in service of us. And when we develop a holistic relationship with every aspect of who we are, recognizing that all of it is serving us, in fact, in oneness, all of it is us, that we are then freed of all of these uh, things that keep us on this journey of becoming, becoming enlightened, becoming abundant, becoming healthier, because all of those qualities are intrinsically present at the level of the soul and the essential self. So the integration of the powerlessness and hopelessness allows for the emergence of the soul and allows for the reclaiming of the abundance and the health and the connection and all that we truly desire, which of course can never be found externally. Because you can't look to the illusion for the truth and hope to find the truth. Mm. You know, as you're talking about uh, some of these words, you write, you know, know yourself as light, or it's hidden, it's a hidden dimension of your humanity, or essential self, or essence even. That can seem and feel so esoteric, so distant, so unknown for many people, especially if they are someone that you know, is in the density of some of these cities, is in the midst of uh, just everyday life where there's humdrum or they're in the midst of, you know, their stack of bills or, you know, children clamoring at their their heels uh, needing something or their job wanting something from them. How can you help to connect a little more toward that statement, know yourself as light or essential self or essence? Because we haven't had an experiential framework for our enlightened consciousness or for who we really are. And you see, I've discovered that when we feel peaceful, we're experiencing our essential self. When we feel peaceful, we're experiencing our divine essence. When we feel peaceful, we're experiencing that divine uh, magnificence that we are. And so peace is our natural state of being. Everything else that's happening, any fluctuations in the state of mind, any uh, heightened emotions, anything outside of us is just something that's happening on the surface of that peace. But the more we can connect with that foundation experience of peace, and the more we can build our life on it, the more we are building our life on a solid foundation, the more we are sustainable, the more we are in harmony, the more we're able to innovate and create and excel in every area. And so recognize that your peace is your samadhi. And the more you connect to that peace consciously, and the more you source every choice and decision from that peace, the more your life will become a reflection of the divine potential that lives inside of you. So there are a 
the majority are living in fight or flight anyway, um, and many people would not even have a recognition of what even peace is, is that part of what the call to calm meditations are supporting? Yes, I um, was waiting for a global signal to begin to start to shift things here, uh, both personally and in supporting people. And that global signal came in the form of the World Health Organization declaring this a global pandemic. Uh, the moment that happened, I pulled, it, pulled my children out of school and we immediately pivoted out of being on a book tour into knowing that we had to support every single person in our community, as well as those that were ready to undergo this fundamental and vital transformation. And so one of the things that we instituted was a call to calm meditation, because the more we can return to calm and the more we can operate from a state of peace, the more we're able to respond instead of react. The other blessings are, of course, that the more we're peaceful, the more our nervous system is in a state of neutrality, the more our immunity is boosted. And so at a time when people are afraid and they're, you know, worried and they're in all of this heightened fear on a collective level, it's important that we become those imaginal selves of peace and that we're able to hold that place of presence and peace while we're going through um, the world realizing in a very powerful way that there is no certainty, that if you hang your hat and anything outside of you, uh, then you will suffer. But what you can absolutely rely on and what you can absolutely depend on is what's inside of you. And what's at the foundational core of who you are is peace. And so those call to calm meditations have provided people, thousands of people live and then tens of thousands in the replays, an opportunity to come back to themselves, to come back to the truth of who they are, to embrace themselves, to free themselves of all survival-based energies, to free themselves of the fear, the monkey mind, and all these different things that are undermining their ability to choose from a place of empowerment. And um, I am very honored to be able to host that and to be able to hold that space for a global community to move through this uh, and everything else that's to come firmly anchored from a place of inner connection. Definitely tap into Panash Desai's Call to Calm Meditations, 9 a.m. every morning. Um, you can also connect with him on social media, on YouTube, uh, and at his website, panashdesai.com. At this point in the evolution of our species, Panash knows that samadhi is possible for everyone. Humanity is in the process of remembering a collective awakening is being birthed in the world and everything that is happening, politically, socially, environmentally. All of the chaos is there so that individuals can remember and realize their authentic, essential selves. In the wake of widespread cacophony, pretenses and egoic structures are falling away, unveiling the true reality of love, kindness, and human connection. No longer is enlightenment reserved for monks, masters, and gurus. In fact, the more you try to replicate someone else's spiritual practice or journey, the farther you will find yourself from power, beauty, and authenticity of who you truly are. This is from Panache's book, You Are Enough. Again, you can find out more at panachedesai.com. We'll be right back after these messages. Do you want more, more joy, more abundance, more power and presence? How would it feel to have more loving relationships, more empowered community, greater fulfillment and life purpose? The 1111 Mastermind Community inspires, empowers, guides and supports transformation. Shift your mind, expand your heart, deepen insights, let go and chart a new course, dream a new dream. The 1111 Mastermind Community is an online portal for personal transformation and soulful expansion. Go to courses.1111mag.com. That's courses.1111mag.com. Change begins with you. Let it be simple, convenient, and transformative. The time is now. Step through the 1111 gateway. Courses.1111mag.com. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. 
People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. Before we get back to my wonderful guest, I do want to mention that all of the 1111 magazine issues are always available for free. They are digital. They are archived. And you can go to the 1111mag.com site at any time and receive some wonderful inspirations, introduction to a lot of amazing people in the world that are doing incredible work. And tap into something that's beautiful that takes you inside yourself and really allows you to feel more and more and more. Um, With each issue, I do place in forgiveness, prayers, intentions, all kinds of pieces that are inspired through me to share with humanity or the uplift of consciousness. In addition, all of 1111 Talk Radio are archived back to 2009. And just Panache and his previous show, Everyone that has ever been on 1111 Radio is timeless. Their information, their wisdom, their support is here for you. So tap into all those archives while you've got the time to sit. In addition, um, 1111 Mastermind Community has an array of courses that are beautiful to uh, access by some amazing people. It is part of a new way to celebrate many of the individuals that have been on 1111 feeling where we are now, but then also wanting to be in a high state of frequency or vibration. So it's in the in the willingness and the openness to feel where we are now that we naturally align with life and access that higher frequency and vibration. And so what we have to realize is that we are in that higher frequency and vibration all the time. It's just that we're not aware of it. We're not connected to it. We're not experiencing it. And this is why this powerful recalibration around peace is so important, because the more we can pivot back to peace in every moment, either through living breath awareness, which is something that I've been teaching for multiple years now, you know, or through just um, powerfully connecting with the audio book, with the book itself, with the words of this messaging, you know, the more we are able to access the peace that's inside of us the more we are able to access the highest vibration and frequency. Because in that state of peace, we're completely receptive. You know, so the, the, we have to get out of fight and flight and survival in order to be able to receive. And that's why self-realization in and of itself is not enough anymore. And it's not enough to sit there and just have transcendent experiences day after day after day. It's important now that we deal with what we have to inside of the body, that we clear out the subconscious, which is the storehouse. The body's the storehouse of the subconscious. And we begin to integrate all of these uh, samskaras that we have inside of us, which is deep, deep, deep imprints. The more we do that, the more all of a sudden we become deeper and deeply established into peace. And that allows us to operate from that space uh, and then bring every higher energy and potential into being. I think that's the hard part for a lot of individuals is staying in that density or feeling those feelings. That can often be a very daunting place to feel, whether it is the melancholy to the anger or the rage, to feel everything that rises. So how does one stay in that place to allow it to flush through, but yet also keep themselves in that higher, uh, multidimensional 
So I think that the, the way to do it is to relax into whatever we're present to in the moment. So, for example, uh, we've been conditioned to believe that sadness and anger and fear are wrong or bad in some way or they're low vibrational. They're not. What we have to do is relax into the feeling. Relax into the feeling. Welcome the feeling. Welcome everything that's coming up inside of you and your aversion to it. Become aware of the breath. The more we relax the body, the more the mind and the emotions will follow. The more we're able to give these aspects of ourselves our attention, the more they become integrated. And so we have to fundamentally overhaul the way in which we've been operating as a spiritual community, as well as a personal development community, because more often than not, we're trying to avoid feeling these feelings. You know, we're trying to dance around them. We're trying to avoid the discomfort. But what I'm saying to you is that there's no transformation that's happening unless you're able to be with the discomfort of the egoic existence that you're living inside of. So in relaxing into what we're going through and welcoming it and in, in, in creating a space of inclusivity around it, you can experience your anger inside of you and then it begins and ends within you. It doesn't have to be acted out anymore. The other reason why we're struggling so much on an emotional level is because we haven't had any conscious modeling of how to go through things on an emotional level because we live in this world where we believe that, you know, it's somebody else's fault or, you know, I'm feeling something because of another person. And that goes back to the accountability and responsibility. Human beings are self-enclosed units of experience. Everything that we're feeling, whether it be our anger, our sadness or our fear or our love is coming from inside of us. And so when we can begin to, again, recognize that there is nobody doing anything to us, right? That ultimately all of these feelings are being invoked within us right now because we, we're, we're being asked to feel them. We're being asked to integrate them, right? Being human in its entirety is an act of compassion. This is why you come from this place of source potential and light, this presence into this human form, right? To engage in this dance of separation and duality, is to transform all of these things within the course of your lifetime, within the course of your incarnation, by welcoming everything. So instead of uh, falling into the default framework that we've been led to believe is, you know, things are low vibrational and things are high vibrational, everything is God. Everything is love. Everything is light. And everything is taking whatever form we allow it to take. And so we have to scrub ourselves not only of the conditioning that we've received from society and the, and, and the trainings that we've been immersed in and you know, all of these different things that we've been doing, we have to scrub ourselves of all of, the, all of the spiritual conditioning too and stop compartmentalizing experience and stop compartmentalizing emotions and just simply be available for what is. Observing oneself without judgment is the highest form of spiritual practice. If you can observe yourself without judgment, you'll be amazed at what you discover, not just about you, but about mm. every other human being. I have two questions from a listener. Uh, Beth wants to know, on page 209, top of the page, Panache mentions going from believing you are worthy to believing you are deserving, moving slowly in the right direction by redefining self. Please expand on what moving slowly in the right direction like. So moving... Uh, toward uh, love is moving toward um, the right direction. Uh, it's basically redefining ourselves uh, from this place of being broken and needing healing and um, not being good enough and then going on this kind of egoic journey to prove that we are through accumulation to simply just relaxing into this place of self-love. And the more we're able to revert back to the acceptance of self, the more that love of self emerges. And so walking uh, in the world from a place of trust allows you to receive, to evolve, to expand, to ascend, to go through all of the shifts that you have to go through because in that state of trust, you're in a state of flow. You're in a state of harmony. And at that point, you're able to be the witness, to, to observe, to recognize that you are the witness. You are the one who's observing. Uh, and you start to untangle from all of the limitation and all of the um, the kind of uh, unworthiness that we're holding on to. And we begin to realize that uh, that in and of itself was the lie that was keeping us from receiving everything that we wanted and more. 
Perfect. She had one other question. Uh, she says, page 218, uh, you have a quote. Wow, I took one step every day, and now I have arrived at this amazing place. She wants to know if you could provide some day-to-day examples of one step every day, things big or small. So one step every day that you can take is simply through the loving, embracing, and accepting of what is. It's softening into the heart. It's expressing your vulnerability. It's having the courage to acknowledge how you're feeling. It's having the courage to be responsible and accountable for your experience. It's really recognizing that you are the answer and the solution and that everything that you're present to in your life is everything that you have to be present to in order to liberate yourself. And so in India, they say God, Guru, and Self are one. You know, every great mystic and teacher has pointed back to the power that lives inside of us. And what we have to do is start to explore who we are at the level of feeling, who we are at the level of emotion, vibration, and frequency to discover the truth. So every day, meet yourself with a little bit more compassion, a little bit more empathy, a little bit gentler, a little bit kinder, a little bit softer. Gather up these parts of you when they're activated. Breathe into them. Welcome them. Welcome who you are in your totality. And in doing this, you will know your samadhi. Mm. As, as we are staying separate right now with the quarantine and people are finding themselves either alone or just with their families, it is beautiful to see how a different level of connection and services unfolding <clears throat> around the world and how also the earth herself, there are places that are clearing up and cleaning up. We just have about 30 seconds or a minute left. Do you, um, do you think that that deeper inner work allows for that deeper connection side? 100%. As you are, so the world is. As within, so without. As above, so below. You are the one that we've been waiting for. Answer the call to know that you're enough. And not only transform your life, but transform the lives of all human beings forever. Once you end your resistance and move into acceptance and allowing, once you become aware of the infinite potential that resides beyond your five senses, and once you prioritize living the five commitments, the final doorways to knowing your essential self are trust and surrender. Only in a state of complete trust with the energies of fear and survival resolved can you fully receive the blessings and opportunities that are available to you. This is from Panache's book, You Are Enough. Tune in to his 9 a.m. call to calm meditations. You can find out more about those at panachedesai.com. In love, of love, with love, and as love. Be well. Thank you for opening your mind to a new reality, your heart to greater compassion, and your experience of aliveness with 1111 Talk Radio. Join host Simron next Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Time to step through the gateway of conscious living here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember, you are not on the journey. You are the journey.